Today's episode is sponsored by More Labs. More Labs offers vegan and gluten-free supplements with proven ingredients to help you fight everyday stressors. Hangovers can be rough. Morning recovery is designed to reduce the negative effects after drinking and boost your body's natural response to post-alcohol recovery. Aqua Plus Probiotics and Aqua Plus Immunity are hydration mix options to help with gut health or immune health. Lacking energy? Check out Liquid Focus, a better-for-you energy drink that's designed to boost focus and provide clean, smooth energy. Sleep is the key to the best version of yourself, so try Dream Well, a holistic shot made to help you fall asleep quickly and give you a better night's rest. Can't decide? The Life Hack Pack is a variety pack containing their morning recovery, liquid focus, and dream well. Use the code GJWT to get 20% off when you check out at morelabs.com. That's GJWT at morelabs.com. Welcome back, everybody. Today's episode, we are covering what we are looking forward to for fall, our favorite accessories, listener Q&A, and a new girl-to-girl segment topic. Hello, everyone. I'm Diana. And I'm Naomi. And this is Girls Just Want to Thrive. It's a lifestyle podcast where we talk to women who are thriving not only in their careers, but in life. We'll discuss current and relevant topics in beauty, wellness, dating and relationships, and self-care. We would love for you to join our new community for uplifting women from all walks of life. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to be the first to hear new episodes every week. All right, so this episode, let's just get straight on rolling in with the topics, starting with what we are looking forward to for this fall. I'm looking forward to Halloween, to be honest. Yes! I I don't do anything, but I just love the movies that are on and just all about the spookiness and, Mm -hmm. you know, my favorites like Beetlejuice, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Hell All yes. that stuff. Hell yes. I didn't even note down Halloween movies on my <laughs> list for this. Oh, how could I miss that? No, I'm super excited for Halloween and just like decorating the house, even though no one's going to come by. It's fine. Yeah. We're not going anywhere for dressing up. It's just dressing up for ourselves. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sort of miss dressing up, but I don't like the stress of trying to figure out what to be for Halloween. And I feel like there aren't any good costumes this year to yeah. like recreate. Like nothing really drastic happened other than COVID. So it's That's like- true. That's true. You don't want to follow like the mainstream and dress up in any basic costumes or right. dress up as something that everyone else is going to be like. You want to be unique, but there's not much out there unless you're doing like an inside joke. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I remember when we were in college, everyone was like obsessed with Miley Cyrus's VMAs performance. So, oh, yeah. Like the whole world was dressed up as her for Halloween. So there's nothing like that happening, I feel like. There hasn't been any scandalous or scantily clad celebrity outings recently for yeah. people to dress up as because <laughs> everyone's been inside. So. I guess that's good, but the people that want to dress like a little scandalous on Halloween, they're definitely going to have to be more creative this year. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm excited for the fashion, though. I liked layering clothes. Even though I hate the cold, I just really don't like being cold. I'd rather be burning hot in the desert. Oh. And <laughs> I just I just can't stand being cold. But I do like the look of layering clothes and dressing a little more monochromatic a little bit. It's more yeah. it's more acceptable in the fall to wear darker clothes as well. And I always wear black a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's my season to perfectly wear all the dark stuff. It is your season. Yeah. We are in the season of Diana. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't know it, but now you do. Yes. Everyone gets the memo. (laughs) I think I've said it on here before, but maybe I haven't. Maybe I've just said it to you, Diana, but I've been wanting to incorporate like more neutral or natural tones into my wardrobe just because I feel like they're very classy and timeless feel and Mm -hmm. you can cross over into many different outfits by having these staple neutral tone pieces and that appears to be trending and really i think it's been trending for a while it gives you like this yeezy or kim kardashian vibe of uh, being like not mo- the vibe I was no of being for. monochromatic you, oh. ha- you have to admit that the monochromatic would not be all the rage without the kardashians and yes that's Kanye. true with me personally i just like stuff in general not really influenced by celebrity but i do agree with you that it wouldn't be as popular if the kardashians weren't doing it yeah on the flip side of that or it's really the opposite spectrum of from the neutrals i've been reading and seeing on a lot of these like lifestyle magazine websites and stuff that jewel tones will be really trending this fall. And I'm a huge fan of that. So I'm going to be looking out for pieces that have like deep saturated um, emerald or ruby or sapphire tones. I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just such a classy and elegant piece that can be incorporated into your wardrobe super easy. Yeah, I feel like I can't pull it off personally, but I do notice that it is trending in the fall time just because it's getting darker faster. It's not as sunny like summer is, and Mm. it just goes with the mood of fall. Definitely. And one last trend that I had seen, and I'm not really sure if I'm going to incorporate it because it's not really the norm of my personal style but it's colored leather and it could be faux leather but like Mm -hmm. colored versus black so i've seen a lot of pictures lately of women wearing these like burgundy or cognac colored leather jackets yes and it looks killer and i feel like it gives you this edgy vibe without coming across as like a rocker or a motorcycle babe (laughs) (laughs) i'm not going for Although I am for the rocker vibe, for sure. But I understand what you mean, Um, especially if you don't like the color black and wearing a leather jacket that's black gives it like that extra hardness. But if you change the color, it makes it a little bit softer and more girly a little bit. 
Exactly. I'm definitely not the personality type to pull off a black leather jacket. I will look like I'm dressing up in costume. (laughs) (laughs) I love leather for fall. I love leather leggings, especially the ones I got from Commando. I have a black pair and a white pair and I had a gold pair, but just the black and white for now. That is one item that I have not been able to find yet of of being a leather legging or find one that's a good quality and that won't be like falling down off my butt. Like I don't have a big butt, but somehow these fake yeah, leather leggings. Yeah, No, I don't. It's probably not as big as it was in school. I was a chonker in school. No, <laughs> you weren't. Everyone, she's lying. Ignore her. Guys. I had a badonk a donk and not in a good way. But <laughs> anywho, they're they're just slipping down. So I might have to try out those commando ones. I've also been looking at the Spanx version, but it's just I yeah. feel like both are gonna be an investment and I just need to kind of pull that trigger once I'm ready. Yeah. With it rolling into fall, like what goals or or things do we have planned to accomplish for this fall season? I plan on Let's see. Keeping up with my self-care, I think, Mm -hmm. is a big one. It's not necessarily a goal, but something I want to get back into and like revamp what I do a little bit. I stopped meditation for a little bit, so I'm going to get back into that. And then just finding different journals to write down in and what else? Fall TV is going to be good. Yep. Yes, because all the shows are coming back from summer hiatus and COVID. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, that's what I'm really looking forward to is really just overall taking care of myself because I think winter is like the season where a lot of people get seasonal depression. So making sure I'm on top of that before it like affects me is very important. That's so true. I feel like two of the things that I noted down for accomplishing, and like you said, they're not really goals. They're just things that I want to be a little bit more conscientious or aware of is being more conscious of what I'm eating or drinking. So just Mm -hmm. kind of taking a second to think, like, do I really need this or am I choosing it because I'm bored? Or is there a healthier alternative that will fix or cure that craving that I'm having? I feel like it's so easy just to eat like shit food. Yeah, there or to be snacking just because you're bored and have nothing to do. And then your mood level goes down, your energy level goes down, you just overall feel blah about yourself. And that's not something you want to do when you're going into this colder season, which you're not going to be out and about as often, unless you're going hiking, which that's what I'm also looking forward to is hiking. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're not doing that, you're going to be inside and you're just going to get a little bit down on yourself because you're not going to be feeling your best. Right. And another thing that I know down, I I do this in bursts, but I want to detox more from my phone and computer more Mm -hmm. so than usual. And I'm really good at disconnecting from social media apps like Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever those, but I don't necessarily classify YouTube as social. (laughs) So I swear I tend to divert to that when I'm on these quote unquote detoxes from the social media apps Mm -hmm. when it's not really a true detox because I'm still spending ample amounts of time on my phone. I'm just watching YouTube videos instead of scrolling through. 
So I'm going to be more conscientious and aware of when I'm doing that. And it's kind of when I'm doing those detoxes, like do a, do a full detox. Yeah, I agree. I think I need a detox from social media in general, but it's kind of hard with us curating the podcast account a little bit to not be on the phone a lot, but I agree with you. And I think a good social media detox is good for, like I was talking about before, mental health. And it's just not important, at least not to me. It's just not something you need to look at all the time. It's not, although it is a place where I get my news sometimes. Yes. I just really gossip, but um, yeah, just toning down how much I look at it, I think will help me have a clearer mind. I agree. I mean, we're rolling into a beautiful season. Fall is one of, I mean, slightly biased. It's one of my, it's my favorite (laughs) season. So of course I'm going to be like, it's the best season ever, but you're rolling into this beautiful season where there's going to be leaves changing. I mean, depending upon where you are, sorry, Florida, you're not going to see leaves changing, (laughs) but it's a perfect excuse to get out of your house, get away from your technology and just kind of soak in the scenery and just everything that's all around you and get away from like the hustle and bustle. It's the it's the perfect opportunity to. Yes. And now let's talk about our favorite accessories. It can be fall related, but mostly we're just talking about our favorite things accessory wise. So my one of my favorites is scarves for the fall and winter. I just love being wrapped around. It feels like a blanket <laughs> wrapped in the scarf and just preparing for the cold. I like wearing scarves and it adds a little something to your outfit. Yeah, is there a specific type of scarf that you go for? I know there's somewhere it's like the more blanket style, somewhere it's the infinity, which I feel like was a fad, but yes, I go for more the blanket scarf just so I feels like a blanket and it's big enough for what I want to do with it, which is like wrap around my top half of my body. So it fits and covers everything. So I definitely go for that. Infinity scarves, not so much anymore. I mean, there's only one way to wear them. So they're not as versatile as these other scarves. Right. So. So I like wearing them on over my head as well. Give a little bit of exotic vibes a little bit, but Ooh. yeah. <laughs> nice. I had noted down some different um, accessories related towards jewelry that are kind of like my go-to or my favorites. So I love the chunky gold hoop earrings trend Mm -hmm. that's out now. Love it. I don't like the skinny hoops. I I take that back. I I don't like them as much. But the Mm -hmm. chunky gold where they're like a little bit of a smaller size, but not the mini hoops or whatever. I feel like it's just a classic timeless look. Um, One piece that I got recently was a personalized necklace where it has my name on it and it's in gold and i love it just because it looks so like flashy and from far away people can't tell that it's my name i mean when you get up close yeah i'm a basic bitch i have my name around my neck (laughs) (laughs) but whatever i like it that's one of my go-to necklaces another one i have this gold and opal pendant necklace that my fiance got for me one year i think it was for christmas yeah christmas uh, just obviously a go-to piece. Love me some opal. And I'm not flicking you off, Diana, but I'm 
I love these Pandora stacker rings. All right. Got a little mixed metal going on. So I remember some, you got those. Yeah, I got some like yellow gold and some white gold going on. That way it matches with whatever jewelry option I'm going with, which 99.9% of the time is gold. But love them because I feel like I just have some built-in hand candy. Yeah, gold jewelry is just my jam. I wear my two... Um, rings all the time the spoon one on my middle finger and the pinky signet ring I have mm-hmm. I wear those every day no matter what and I also have a gold necklace that has my initial on it so not as basic maybe as yours hey <laughs> but yours a is a basic. d you have yes. to admit that d's look prettier than n's they do. Honestly, they do. I've looked at so many where it's just the N initial and small ones, it just looks like it's going to get caught on stuff. True. The big ones, a lot of the times they're tilted sideways and it looks like a Z. Mm-hmm. So just not a fan. Go and with I want to go back to the earrings. I love earrings too. And I like layering earrings as well. So I like the huggy ones, not the like yeah. the ones that you were mm-hmm. talking about. I love those because they just go with everything and you don't have to worry about them like getting caught on anything and stuff. Yeah, I love them. I love wearing them in the multiple holes that I have. It's so nice. I do have tiny ears, so I tend to go for earrings that are a little bit bigger mm-hmm. to kind of draw more attention because even when I wear those tiny like snug hoops, They tend to just kind of disappear into my ears. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) Now, how about purses or handbags? What's your favorite purse or handbag? Okay. One of my favorite, it's not a purse or a handbag technically, but it's a wallet. It's my YSL um, card holder. And it's this nice nude color with gold hardware. Love it. Love it. Perfect for fall, even though I got it in the summer. But I like that color all year round. But it goes specifically very well with the fall weather. Love that. Super cute. My purse right now, it's kind of just boring, to be honest. I'm really not a huge purse girl, and I struggle with it. Constantly, mm-hmm. and I used to be a standard satchel. Like I had a black one and I had a brown one, and that was it. And it just it wasn't doing it for me. This one's like a little bit of a change up. I got one of the Michael Kors um, tote bags, so it's a black tote bag, and it has some brown trimming around it. So still able to wear with both those colors. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just it's kind of boring. It's definitely more of like a utility bag than it is. A right. fashionable bag. Like I would not bring it for a night out on the town whenever we would right. be doing that. But mm-hmm. I, I need to get some cuter bags or just use some more of the ones that I have. Like I have some, this is going to sound bad. I have some knockoff bags. <gasps> oh my gosh. But I would like to use them more to get the hang of it and see if I like that style and that body shape before making the commitment to an actual like designer label bag. So I feel like it's a good training bag to have, but I'm definitely not using it because as you can tell, I'm using that basic ass canvas tote bag. (laughs) Yeah. I'm in the market for a new bag for the season or for going into the new year and stuff. So I'm looking at Louis Vuitton ones because I've never had the Louis Vuitton bag and that would be just 
I already know which bag I want and I'm speaking it into existence, just picturing it on my body and everything. <laughs> you wanna do you wanna mention like what it is? I can't oh, even yet. pronounce the name because it's like French. <laughs> I start with a P? No. Okay. <laughs> it starts with a B. I'll send you a picture of okay, it. Okay. But it's not like an exclusive bag or anything. It's you can find it on the website and there's lots of like resale and like consignment mm-hmm. ones you can buy. But yep. um yeah. So looking at Louis Vuitton. Nice. Ooh, that'll be exciting. I know. They have such lovely bags. Right. So is there anything else you're loving specifically for fall, maybe? I have to change up my hair products a little bit to be more moisturizing since it gets cold and dry where I live. Right. Um, Specific to accessories, no. And specific to fall, no. I mean, I mentioned it before, love and scrunchies. I got my, yes. my cheetah print one right here. Silk ones, silk ones, silk scrunchies. I know, but I haven't, I don't use scrunchies on a regular basis. I mean, often I'm wearing my hair down or I'm wearing it up. And if I'm wearing it up, I'm either wearing it up because I'm working out and I'm not going to be using a scrunchie at that point, or I use a scrunchie just to add like a little bit of flair. So I've got just like a four pack of them. But yes, I do have the silk scrunchies that you sent me mm-hmm. saved in my Amazon cart. They'll be with my next purchase. Yes, I love silk scrunchies. I actually wear them to bed or out. So it just varies between what I feel like doing to my hair that day. But I love them. They just I just feel they don't pull on my hair. My hair gets pulled on easily. So it's a perfect way to replace the elastic ones or the spiral ones. Yes, I have some of the spiral ones. They're kind of a pain. Yeah. They're a nice little little break from a typical hair tie, but they don't compare to a scrunchie at all. They look better on your wrist than in your hair. They do. I would agree. <laughs> with that. I actually, I was going to say I tend to often use the scrunchies or, you know, those flat elastic hair ties that are knotted. Yeah. I tend to use some of those more so as arm candy than actual hair ties but i have them there as like a just in case like if i need to pull my hair back for something like i have to pull my hair back when eating that's a weird a weird fact that probably people don't know about me if i have my hair down i either have to like (laughs) it sounds so stupid i have to either like kind of tuck it into my shirt behind me or i put it in like a loose ponytail when i eat because it i I absolutely hate the thought of my hair getting close to my food. And I don't know. It's really weird. I don't even know why I mentioned that. (laughs) Well, it's not as weird because your hair is pretty long. It is. It's really long. Quarantine be making it long. Yes. Now let's jump into our listener Q&A. So the first question is, what are some tips on how to stay motivated to work out during a pandemic? This is a good question because I've definitely felt this myself, getting lazy and not having the motivation to work out. So I would say changing up your exercises. Like when you get bored of something, it's probably time to change up what you're doing. Like Mm -hmm. I started doing the specific Pilates workout for like a good two months and then I was getting bored. So I had to switch a different instructor to see what the difference was. And it does make a difference when you're 
using a different instructor and trying different exercises and not doing the same thing every single time. I 100% agree. I would say to maybe follow someone on a social media platform that posts workouts and that they change each day that will keep you motivated to try out like what they're doing like real time. So that way you're not getting bored and you know that they're not going to be doing repetitive workouts because they're trying to publish this out to a platform. So they want to keep people interested. So find someone that kind of falls in line with the workouts that you're looking to do or the exercises that you're looking to do. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um, But I think once you find someone that's right along the lines of what you're looking for, just trying to follow out those workouts that they're doing. It's it's just an easy thing to do. Yeah. And also look on Pinterest and find workouts there. They have a ton of resources for different exercises you can do. People often post their videos there as well or blog posts. So there's mm-hmm. just an overall variety of things you could do to change up your workout. Yeah. And I feel like that's good once you're in a workout mood, but if you're not in a workout mood or you're trying to get into the rhythm of working out, like let's say you're in a funk and you're really not motivated to work out, then I would say to try to set a schedule with yourself Mm. of what workouts you plan to do each day. That way you're not waiting until after work hours or waiting until the end of the day to decide because you're likely not going to want to work out then. And I personally struggle with that on a daily basis that I will wait till the end of the day to see how the day is going or to decide whether I'm going to go for a run outside, if it's going to be a nice day, or if I'm going to do a video workout, which often I'm completely wiped by the end of the day. So I end up doing nothing. Yeah. And I'm personally not a morning workout person, but I know Diana is. And it's just because like my body's not ready to go physically in the morning. It like, it, it hurts too bad. But yeah. it, that's another way in which you can keep yourself accountable and motivated is before I even start the day is to try to get some sort of workout done in the morning. Yeah, I highly recommend getting it over with in the morning, maybe right after you brush your teeth, just do a workout, a quick one. It doesn't have to be an in-depth workout either. It can be just 10 minutes of Pilates or some body weight exercises and go from there. But if you Mm -hmm. want to do something hardcore, I would say still work out in the morning or a time that's best for you, depending on your schedule and hold yourself accountable. Yeah, agreed. And if you can't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, I have another like kind of tip or hack. I personally love pre-workout. So yes. if I'm thinking of working out, you know that pre-workout takes 20 to 30 minutes to fully kick in before your exercise or before you're getting that adrenaline pumping. So if I think, all right, I'm going to be working out at noon at 1130, I go ahead and take my pre-workout because at that point, I'm going to start feeling more energized. And if I don't work out, I'm going to think I just wasted the pre-workout that I just put into my body. What was the point of that? So I feel like that's a good way of kind of maybe guilt tripping yourself into doing the workout for that day. Um, But yeah. I do that every now and then if I'm feeling like really lazy or like I'm kind of hesitant if I'm going to do a workout or not. I'm like, okay, let's take that pre-workout. Let's get the body going. Then I'll turn my mind around. Yeah, I think pre-workout is a good idea. I I haven't dabbled in it 
myself, but I do think it's beneficial if you're having a really hard time motivating yourself. I usually drink matcha if I'm feeling tired and unmotivated, or you can do liquid IV energy, mm-hmm. which yes. I heard is good. So anything that's energizing in the beginning of your day will help you um, be motivated to work out later in the day if you take it. Yeah, but pre-workout, it's specific to 20 to 30 minutes before the exercise. Right. If you take it in the morning, you're going to be bouncing off the walls while you're reading your emails or doing whatever. <laughs> you're going to be shaking your coffee at the table. <laughs> what pre-workout do you suggest? I use Alani New, and they have so many delicious flavors. I get mine off of Amazon, but I think you can order directly from their website. But one that I'm trying to get, it's called Rainbow Candy. That's the flavor. So like uh, it keeps getting sold out. I keep adding it to my cart and it keeps getting bumped out or saying like, oh, out of stock. We'll email you when it's back in stock. But I'm waiting until I finish my current flavor, which is I think it's like a glacier ice or something. It's a grape flavor. So I'm waiting until I finish out that before getting the rainbow one. But uh, I'm so excited because I've heard such good things about it. Ooh, that sounds good. Yes. Next question is, what is the best way to handle a fight with your significant other or a close friend? Um, we've never had that. <laughs> no, we haven't. That's funny. But uh, I would say don't go too long without talking to each other. Like it's one thing to give each other space. But if it goes on for too long, I feel like it's gonna make it worse and you're not resolving anything Mm -hmm. and I would say try to not be on the defense or be defensive and kind of take a moment before you're responding now I know that's going to be way easier if you're in a fight virtually or like over text or something but in person it really helps by taking a pause it breaks you from having that impulsive reaction or that outburst And when it comes to any fights or arguments that I've had with my fiance, we both at this point have a common knowledge that when things get heated, we'll step away and go watch a show or do something to kind of cool off, then come back to have a discussion because we know those heat in the moment comments and instant reactions can be really hurtful to the other when we both know deep down we don't mean it. But at the time, we know it's going to get a rise out of the other. And you only know that that's just going to, it's going to fuel further arguments. I mean, you're not going to be able to avoid fights or arguments. I think that's just, it's normal to have fights or arguments with your significant other or with a close friend, but definitely fine tuning how you handle them is, is really key. And I think by taking those moments to pause before responding and like Diana said, those brief getaways. So not icing them out for multiple days because yeah. that's not cool. You wouldn't want that to be done to yourself. So I would take a moment to regroup, but then get back to it and hash it out because it's only going to fester if you let it sit. Right. And I want to recommend a book, even though I'm not in a relationship or have uh, years of experience or anything, but I recommend this book called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by John Gray, PhD. He explains it very well how men and women react differently to certain situations or if there's an argument or 
how you interpret what they're saying. And it may mean something else, but you're interpreting it differently. So that's a really good book to like decode what the other person in your relationship may be thinking and what he's really saying. It sounds like a good one to have. It is. Even for like non-romantic relationships. I mean, just having a better understanding as to how to handle arguments. Yeah, it was a good read. And I found that I'm more the masculine energy than the feminine, which he says in the book is um, normal to have like reverse roles. All right. Well, listeners, you'll have to check that out and see which side you are, which role you are. Yeah, so hop (laughs) on it. Last question is, what are some of your must-have beauty tools? Face roller. Yeah, I have that listed down as my first one. Because you got me a face roller. You got me one of the rose quartz face rollers. Yes. And that's the one that I just keep in my fridge, roll it on my face while my coffee's brewing. Mm -hmm. I've even seen my fiance use it a few times under his (laughs) eyes. He'll go in there and he'll be rummaging through the fridge. I'm like, what are you looking for? And he's like, where's the roller? Oh, the rose quartz roller? Let me get it out for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's very beneficial, especially if you wake up puffy or Mm. just want your skin to wake up a little bit. And it helps your skin to absorb products too after you put the product on and then rub your face. It just feels really good. And I I find my products work a lot better. I agree. Another beauty tool that I use on the regular is those face razors. So I have Mm -hmm. some that are disposable and then I have one that's rechargeable with like the multiple attachments, the different head attachments, but to get the peach fuzz off your face, just so your, your makeup and products go on smoother. Love those. What else did you have? Um, I recommend a supplement, um, any sort of, it's up to you what supplement you take. I don't have a specific one I can recommend to you because A, I'm not a doctor and B, everyone's skin is different. But I take um, a supplement to help clear acne or to help my skin feel and look glowy and dewy. So some sort of supplement aimed at your skin would probably be beneficial. Good idea. What else? I didn't have anything else. To be honest, I don't have many beauty tools. I have a lot of like beauty products that I use as far as like serums and creams and all that jazz, but like actual physical tools that I would use. I don't really have many. Yeah, we don't really or I don't really use a lot of tools. I feel like it's unnecessary and actually um, a recipe for a disaster, the more tools you have. I'd rather go get Botox than do it myself, like with <laughs> tools. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely, it's definitely very easy to do harm Yeah, with a lot of these different like beauty tools that are out there. So just make sure you have a clear understanding as to what the product is supposed to be used for and that right. you're using it properly because, I mean, your face your face in particular is super sensitive and fragile. Mm -hmm. So hesitant to put anything aggressive or even like those rotating face wash brushes, those kind of, I feel like it's, you're just buffing your face. So just choose wisely. Yes. I actually heard those aren't good for your skin because they hold bacteria. So from a dermatologist, not from me, from a dermatologist. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised. So just things maybe ooh and ah coming from the beauty market, 
but just make sure you're doing your research before getting them and doing further damage. Yes. So what's our girl-to-girl segment talk right now? Today's will be dealing with loneliness and finding light in dark moments. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's so suiting for nowadays with everyone being at stay-at-home orders and quarantine. Like everyone at some point, specifically during this time frame, has experienced loneliness or dark moments. And for others, they've been experiencing this throughout their entire life. So just maybe chatting on how we personally deal with loneliness whenever it comes across or what things that we do to kind of get out of those dark moments. Yeah, I think one thing I found is that when I'm not feeling my best, getting out of bed as soon as possible is a way to like not be in that dark moment and going Mm -hmm. further down. I think just getting up and doing something, it could be anything, just your normal routine or an actual workout, but don't sit in bed or lay in bed and just dwell on it. I think that's the worst thing you can do. So getting out of bed, avoid your bed, stay out of your bedroom probably too. Yeah. Yeah, get out of that room. And then if you feel like you're not, feeling any better you probably need to get out of the house I would completely agree I think by doing small tasks that make you feel like you've accomplished something and it can Mm -hmm. be something as simple as getting ready for the day yeah can make you feel so much more put together and not like you're just going to be lounging around at home and may lead you towards having a more productive day than if you were still in your pajamas So that's an easy way to, or even just changing into workout clothes for an activity later on in the day, but just getting that knocked out. Uh, I would agree with stepping outside and going for a walk or something. Just changing up the scenery helps tremendously. It's not Mm going to be a cure, but it'll help. I love going on long walks to kind of clear my head. Yeah. Especially with this beautiful weather, it's it's definitely the perfect time for walks. I have to say, I never really fully experienced like a sense of being lonely until this quarantine time frame. And I think it's because I'm used to this busy hustle and bustle of a nine to five job and seeing my coworkers and running from one meeting room to another meeting room. And now I'm just at home making calls alone. Right. And that's, it was fun in the beginning because it was a nice change of pace and you're like oh my gosh I'm at home they don't see me switching up the laundry this is amazing I'm such (laughs) a multitasker and by after two to three months it's like I don't have anyone here to even chat with or to vent to or to kind of be as a sounding board and it really sinks in that I'm just here by myself Mm -hmm. and I have to wait until five o'clock, six o'clock when my fiance comes home. And at that point he's wiped out. And I'm like, I just want you to hang and bond with me. But he doesn't, he wants to kind of decompress because he's been around people all day. Right. So it's like this weird juxtaposition of how our daily lives are now. And which I, I had a really, really deep sense of loneliness for a while and really kind of getting into that routine of getting up, making sure I'm getting dressed for the day going out for a walk with my dog during lunch breaks just to get out and away from my desk. That helped a lot. 
I think yeah. another thing too to combat loneliness or feeling like you're going in the dark hole is to FaceTime someone you trust and bond with. Mm-hmm. FaceTime makes a big difference, I feel like. I just feel like I'm getting that human contact that I need and just seeing another person's face makes it feel like we're a little bit in person without having to actually (laughs) leave the house, but it's just easier. And it's a good way of, you can't hide your emotions. I mean, when you're face to face with someone, they can read you like a book and see if you're really down in the dumps, whereas texts come across as, oh, they're fine. Yeah. She said she's fine. She's fine. Whereas going on FaceTime, it's like, you get more of this personal connection. So I agree. Having some sort of go-to person to FaceTime anytime you're in those dark moments is, that's a really good tip. Yeah. FaceTime helps me a lot. I FaceTime my baby cousin almost all the time because his energy is just so infectious and I just love seeing him be all crazy and talk about how school's going. So he's adorable. And to have someone so young and innocent and just their life is full of bliss. Yeah. It's just a nice balance from all the negativity that you see being an adult. Definitely. I'm trying to think what else can you do to combat loneliness? Uh, Joining like a group, I feel like is helpful as well. Even if it's just a Facebook group, I feel like I'm not as lonely when I can just reach out in a group and just be like, hey, I need help with this or ask for advice or having trouble with something. They're there or people will respond to you. And usually they're pretty nice, at least in the groups that I've been. So joining either a Facebook group or a face-to-face group. I 100% agree because you're going to get this anonymous feedback and everyone's in that group for the same reason that you're in that group. You're trying Mm -hmm. to learn more about other people's struggles or their questions. I mean, these these groups, they're very just lighthearted groups. I think a lot of them are just like women empowerment groups. So you can post about anything like, which dress am I going to wear to the wedding this weekend? And yes. all the way to like really in-depth conversations. But it's nice to have that anonymous response to where you don't have to go to a friend and let them know deep details of what you're going through. You can rely right. on someone else that's a little, that's a step away. And you know that you're likely never going to see them. So it's kind of nice. It's like a little therapy session. Yeah. And you get an outside perspective from what your friend will say. Yep, exactly. So that's a little tip. And so what's today's quote of the day? Today's quote is live less out of habit and more out of intent. Love that. Love that. Get out there and Get at it with intent, everybody. Yes. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and share our podcast. Everything will be linked in the show notes below. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Peace.